Welcome back to the Maroon Weekly. It is second week of spring quarter. I apologize for our week off, but given the circumstances, I'm sure you understand. I am Isaac, and today I'll be joined by Beza, Ram, and Matthew. Our current situation does not allow us to all be able to contribute on campus, so we are all recording our stories from home. So bear with us. This is not our ideal scenario, but we're going to do our best. So for this episode, we are going to outline some of the major events that happened while we were away from campus. I released a podcast about the timeline of events leading up to the university's decision to send us all home, but since then, the members of the podcast team did our best to summarize the past two weeks and three of the most important events and topics that concern all of you. Beza will be talking about a Facebook group called UChicago Mutual Aid. Matthew will be talking about the topic of RA payment for the spring quarter. Rom will have two short stories about student app ambassadors and a quick piece on the university's master's program. And I will quickly go over the Chicago Maroons note from the editor concerning adjustments to print this spring quarter. So, Beza will start us off with her discussion about UChicago Mutual Aid, and it will be followed by Matthew and Rom. Amid administrative chaos, UChicago students support each other. Since we discovered the maroon article of the of university's plan to announce to students to evacuate by March 22nd, we can all agree that life has not been the same. The entirety of UChicago student body was confused and alarmed by the continuous bombarding of information we received that gave rise to more confusion and alarm. Out of this fear and miscommunication, UChicago Mutual Aid was born. Prior to the official communication explaining that spring quarter would be online, students joined forces and created a Facebook page to help support one another. Managing this crisis has not been easy for for administrators, but this isn't easy for any of us, said the creators of UChicago Mutual Aid. But right now, the UChicago student body is showing incredible solidarity under incredible amounts of pressure. As a fourth year who asked to remain anonymous explained, This whole thing has made me really frustrated with the university, but also so hopeful about the community. A lot of my friends who don't go here are shocked that we are able to pull together this system so fast among ourselves. Be it from professors, parents, or students themselves, we have seen an astounding level of compassion and humanity from this community. We're all extremely proud to be part of this community at this critical moment in time. For a lot of us, this is one of the worst things we've ever had to face. But the love that has grown out of these most unlikely circumstances is incredible. In the midst of this chaotic, terrifying whirlpool of emotions, we can all find solace in our community and the compassion that we can have for one another. And that is what will give us the strength to get through this. In a virtual Zoom meeting on March 13th, residential life administrators told senior housing staff, RHs and resident deans, that RAs would not be getting paid spring quarter. That night, a petition was made and circulated through the university, and over 1,000 signatures were added in less than a day to secure their payment. RAs typically earn the same amount that a first-year room costs each quarter. This year, that stipend is $3,404. The stipend system started in 2017. The previous system simply waived the housing and dining fees for RAs. However, this led to their financial aid being lowered so that in the end, they were simply paying the same amount anyways. 
As it is right now, though, the current system allows university to label a stipend as financial aid, which many view as a fatal flaw. Many administrators, when questioned about this lack of payment in spring quarter, justified it with the fact that the stipend is meant to offset the cost of staying in housing. And because spring quarter is going to be, and is indeed, stay-at-home learning, uh, they do not need this money. The fact that this seems to work and is logically sound has brought up support for a shift from a stipend system to hourly pay instead. Several RAs did point out that their employment is contractual, but this logic seems to, seems to work with the spirit of the contract, so it passed. This brought out a cry of support from the community with many students and even student government sending emails and letters to staff and uh, administrators. Thankfully, that Sunday on March 15th, the university backtracked on this decision. RAs are now given the choice to work remotely, and if they chose to have done so, will have gotten their quarterly stipend. Community feedback was cited as the main reason as to why this decision was reached. This is good because many RAs are planning to continue their duties in a virtual capacity anyways. This would have ranged from things like answering questions, coordinating virtual events, etc. Personally, one of my RAs is doing weekly baking Zoom meetings, and the other is doing weekly yoga sessions. The fact that the decision was backtracked is seen by many as a good thing. However, many are still questioning why the university made this controversial decision in the first place. Hey guys, this is Ron. Hope everyone is in good health and is adjusting well to online learning. I've got a couple of stories for you guys today. First is a story about student app ambassadors, who are students hired by social media companies to advertise and promote their brands. Because of social distancing measures prompted by the coronavirus, ambassadors have had to resort to primarily digital methods in order to engage in promotions. As such, promoters have explained that it is more difficult to reach audiences of people that they are not familiar with or who they are not friends with. Social distancing measures also prevent an emotional connection that is derived from face-to-face -face interaction about a product rather than digital communication and transactions. Booth School of Business professor Pradeep Chintagunta explains that the emotional connection that ambassadors are able to cultivate about a product is a quote soft attribute of that product that makes it easier to market and sell. He states that the coronavirus pandemic will present both challenges and opportunities to companies as they figure out how best to market their product. Second, I've got a quick story about master's program changes for fourth-year students. Dean Boyer announced that for select master's degree programs, the university will extend their deadlines, waive the need for standardized testing, and cover half of the first-year tuition costs for the class of 2020. Programs eligible for the first-year scholarship include the computer science master's, the Juris Doctor program, and the public policy program. In the email announcement of these changes, Dean Boyer also emphasized the Micro Metcalf Internship Program, which provides students a $2,000 stipend to engage in remote work during the spring for the university. That's all from me, guys. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Stay safe and wash your hands. The last time the Maroon issued a print article on March 11th, there were 25 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Illinois. Today there are 13,549 and 380 people in the state have lost their lives in the pandemic. 
So it's not an exaggeration to say that this pandemic is one of the greatest strains on our civic and political institutions in living memory. In the words of Caroline Kubzanski, Miles Burton, and Emma Dyer, the Maroon is committed to covering its local effects on the university and on the South Side. The Maroon has collected the stories that document the initial weeks of the pandemic at UChicago and in Hyde Park on the website throughout finals week and spring break, and the Maroon published many in the first issue of the quarter. The Maroon will cease normal print publication for the duration of spring quarter in 2020. Though this is not the first time the Maroon's presses have been halted, it is no less disappointing. The issues will be made available online, and they will continue to tell the story of the university and the neighborhoods that surround it as the pandemic runs its course. Finally, while normal issues will not go to print, the Maroon will print physical copies of the graduation issue later this spring. For most members of the class of 2020, this quarter of remote learning will be their last in the college. The Maroon's graduation issue typically stands as an account of what has happened in the previous four years. What you may find in print, digital, and multimedia projects of the Maroon represents the collective efforts of our entire staff, compiled remotely under the policy of social distancing. When life on campus starts to return to normal, the Maroon will be there to report on it. Anyways, that is all for this week. As always, I am Isaac, and I was joined by Beza, Ram, and Matthew. We will hope to see you next week. And as always, stay safe.